passages thirty six through forty of reflections on the formation and distribution of wealth by anne robert jacques turgot translated by nicolas de condorcet this librivox recording is in the public domain thirty six for want of an exact correspondence between the value and the number or quantity it is supplied by a mean valuation which becomes a species of real money in a country where there are only one race of sheep we may easily take the value of a fleece or of a sheep by the common method of valuation and we may say that a barrel of wine or a piece of stuff is worth a certain number of fleeces or of sheep there is in reality some inequality in sheep but when we want to sell them we take care to estimate that inequality and to reckon for example two lambs for one sheep when it is necessary to treat of the relative value of other merchandise we fix the common value of a sheep of middling age and quality as the symbol of unity in this view the enunciation of the value of sheep becomes an agreed language and this word one sheep in the language of commerce signifies only a certain value which in the mind of him who understands it carries the idea not only of a sheep but as a certain quantity of every other commodity which is esteemed equivalent thereto and this expression is more applicable to a fictitious and abstract value than to the value of a real sheep that if by chance a mortality happens among the sheep and that to purchase one of them you must give double the quantity of corn or wine that was formerly given we shall rather say that one sheep is worth two sheep then change the expression we have been accustomed to for all other valuations. 37. Example of those mean valuations which become an ideal expression for value. There exists in the commerce of every nation many examples of fictitious valuations of merchandise, which are, as we may say, only a conventional language to express their value thus the cooks of paris and the fishmongers who furnish great houses generally sell by the piece a fat pullet is esteemed one piece a chicken half a piece more or less according to the season and so of the rest in the negro trade in the american colonies they sell a cargo of negroes at the rate of so much per negro an indian piece the women and children are valued so that for example three children or one woman and two children are reckoned as one head of negro they increase or diminish the value on account of the strength or other quality of the slaves so that certain slaves are reckoned as two heads of negroes the mandingo negroes who carry on a trade for gold dust with the arabian merchants bring all their commodities to a fictitious scale which both parties call makoots so that they tell the merchants they will give so many makoots in gold they value thus in makoots the merchandise they receive and bargain with the merchants upon that valuation thus in holland they reckon by bank florins which is only a fictitious money and which in commerce is sometimes of a greater sometimes of a less value than the coin which is denominated a florin thirty eight 
all merchandise is a representative pledge of every object of commerce but more or less commodities for use as it possesses a greater or less facility to be transported and to be preserved without alteration the variation in the quality of merchandise and in the different prices in proportion to that quality which renders them more or less proper than others to serve as a common measure is more or less an impediment to their being a representative pledge of every other merchandise of equal value nevertheless there is also as to this last property a very essential difference between the different species of merchandise it is for example evident that a man who possesses a piece of linen is more certain of procuring for it when he pleases a certain quantity of corn than if he had a barrel of wine of equal value the wine being subject to a variety of accidents which may in a moment deprive him of the whole property thirty nine all merchandise has the two essential properties of money to measure and to represent all value and in this sense all merchandise is money these two properties of serving as a common measure of all value and of being a representative pledge of all other commodities of equal value comprehend all that constitute the essence and use of what is called money and it follows from the details which i have just now given that all merchandise is in some respect money and participates more or less according to its particular nature of these two essential properties all is more or less proper to serve as a common measure in proportion as it is more or less in general use of a more similar quality and more easy to be divided into aliquot parts all is more or less applicable for the purpose of a general pledge of exchange in proportion as it is less susceptible of decay or alteration in quantity or quality forty reciprocally all money is essentially merchandise we can take only that which has a value for a common measure of value that which is received in commerce in exchange for other properties and there is no universal representative pledge of value but something of equal value a money of convention is therefore a thing impossible end of passages thirty six through forty